What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming Bitcast episode 156. It is a lovely Saturday morning here, and we are ready to rock and roll with a huge week of gaming news, finally, kind of like the week we've been waiting for. So, yes, I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, and I am the guy who gave by a mutant a nine. Big whoop, you want to fight about it? Meanwhile, crazy. My co-host, Mr. Dan Rodriguez. Yes, he is the guy who gave us Assassin's Creed Valhalla 7. Big whoop. You want to fight about it? Go see him. I wish you a lot of luck. Let me tell you something. Still a 7. Still a 7. I literally, it is on my Xbox for quick resume right now because I'm playing the DLC. It is the worst. I should have gave it a (laughs) 6. It is so bad. So bad. It's not even bad. bad. It's, it's, It's good. It's just, it's rough. Man, it's rough. Anyway, I'll you ju- I think you just hate the bloat, right? I hate, I hate the the. I don't know. It, it just doesn't. It hasn't evolved in like thirty yeah, years. It yeah, seems fair. like you know that's my biggest thing. You know, do something new. Yeah, you know, yeah, and enough. also, you know, when I go to run, don't just run into stuff and you know, or fall off a crap random. It's just it controls terribly. The boat. I shouldn't, have, got, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have started. With this, this is what you. This yeah, is what you started. started this. This We're moving the fire, and this is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, my pleasure to have one of our good friends back on the show. It's been too long. Uh, everyone in this community knows him well, Mr. Boomstick. How are you, my brother? Ah, uh, dude, I'm great, man. It's great to be here. It's great to be a part of today's show. Uh, I'm glad to uh, be here in a week that we had so many. I mean, it's such yeah. a three three week. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen so many games get announced in one day. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and they kept saying live stream Thursday, live stream Thursday, live stream Thursday. I was like, God, give us a break. Why are you doing everything on the same day? Like. <laughs> What is this? Not that I didn't love it, but it's hard to cover. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. usually yeah. They, they they said live stream, and then it was like the next day when it actually started. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Can we talk about that? Who who started this stupid trend? I don't know. What is this? That was Sony, I think. Yeah, I, like, I'm pretty know, sure live it was... stream starts at twelve, and then we're going to show you four screenshots for five hours. Yeah, what was, was that? God, yeah. Again, it was, you know, I, I would, I would, I don't want to even give the excuse that maybe COVID had something to do with this because they've been dealing with this for over a year now. I don't understand. Yeah. It's, again, really it's, it's, it's one of those Sony missteps that surprise you, right? Because they're so good at their marketing game. Like they are like, if you want to be a good marketing, uh, uh, you know, entity, you follow Sony because, quite frankly, the reason why they sold nearly 120 plus million consoles is because of that powerful marketing. So, yeah, it was a bit of a misstep for sure. They're the best at it, no doubt. Ugh. But, boom, how you been, man? You doing Good. all right? How's everything yeah. going? You feeling better? I know you were, uh, you said you had a Dude, migraine yesterday. Yesterday right? was a nightmare. I slept all day. Uh, there's nothing worse than having a migraine. Gag wakes you up at four in the morning. You just don't go back to sleep. And I hate missing shows. If there's yeah. one thing that um, I I uh, hate doing, it's 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 disappointing the audience that tunes in each and every week for these live shows. And yeah, I do four of them, and that's a lot to some people. But uh, it, to, to miss one, it bothers me. But I was just so sick. Yeah. I haven't been I haven't been that sick of with a migraine in years. Wow. Well, glad to see you're feeling better today, man. Oh yeah, so. ready to rock and roll. Nice, nice. Let's get into it, man. So what have you guys been playing? Let's start there. Um, you know, I, I've obviously been playing a ton of Biomutant. Uh, I'm finally kind of wrapping up my journey there because I've I finished New Game Plus already. Wow. Um, Ooh, and, uh, you know, I think I passed like 80 hours. And I, I the second time through, 
once I got the review out and everything, I wanted to kind of do everything my way. So done a ton of the side content. I've only got a few things left, but I'm kind of sad, honestly, because I had such a good time with it. And it's so fun to play that I'm like, oh, man, I've, I've done and seen pretty much everything now, uh, if not twice. So, um, yeah, wrapping that up. But uh, what have you guys been up to? Well, I mean, I, I, I like like Dan. We were talking before we went live. I, I've been knee deep in Mass Effect. I mean, obviously, okay. uh, I'm taking my time with it. I'm 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 looking for every nook and cranny. I'm still I'm about 26, 27 hours into Mass Effect One. Uh, yeah. I'm in no rush to get through it. To be honest with you, it's going to be my summer game. That's the way um, to do it, man. Yeah, I, I really want to enjoy it. Uh, I was telling Dan before we went live, I'm hoping, and I know for a fact it sold well. I know it. Everyone that's anyone is talking about this. I'm hoping that it sold so well for EA that we actually get the same kind of treatment for Dead Space. Yeah, I, I just I, and I think because I was saying EA loves money. It, it, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's taking you know taking someone to do an HD remaster the same way they did with uh, Mass Effect. I don't know how long that would take, but maybe yeah. for next next fall or or next summer they they, they do a Dead Space you know re release. I would love it. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's a. Uh... I think that's uh, widely agreed upon as one of those IPs that's sitting out there that they need to do something with, right? Either either give us the remake just like you did Legendary, give us a new entry, do something with it. Um, it's too good to just let it fade into the past. Oh, and just one real quick. Uh, if Vince Pell is watching, because you know he watches every show, uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping that we get a Titanfall 3 because, yes. man... It's Titanfall 1 and 2, uh, right up there with The Division, are some of my favorite new IPs of last gen. Yeah. I would love to see them get uh, supported further, for sure. Yeah. So, Vince, if you're watching, and I know that you are, you know, <laughs> give us a Titanfall 3, please. What's going on, Vince? And yes, give us a Titanfall 3. We love Apex. Apex is a great game. It's not Titanfall 3. Come on. Dan, what have you been up to, man? I finished Mass Effect, all of it. Jesus, 122 dude. hours. I wow. Think came, wow. I thought I had been playing Biomutant a lot. That only came out two weeks ago. I know. Listen, that was, <laughs> that's all I did. Okay. I, I jumped into like MLB. Did. A bit you mean that's there. all you've done for two yeah. weeks? And you know what else I did? I went back and checked out the, uh, the, the last of us two. The yeah. 60 frames. It's good. It's amazing. Yeah. It looks really, really good. But I realized shortly, you know, I had already platinum the game, platinum the game. So I was just like, oh. I got to a point where I was just like, no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't <laughs> subject myself to the story and yeah. Yeah. the terrible, terrible uh, writing of the of the game. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I love the game. Don't get me wrong, I loved it. I thought it was an amazing game. But you can only do it so many times. Yeah, we've said our piece like, on that one. Yeah, and then. I just started Assassin's Creed DLC again. Jump oh, back the, into it after Mass Effect. Okay, so, so the new one where you go to Ireland. Yeah, the Ireland one okay. and the River I didn't beat. I didn't beat it. It's another game I fell off the cliff with. I, I did not. In, I I loved it. It was good for what it was. I did not enjoy it as much as the last two. I, I like for me, Odyssey was so much better. I love yeah, Odyssey. I've heard a lot of people say that actually. It's it's super clunky. I, I didn't remember it being this clunky, like as far as like the controls and everything, and that's really bothering me. Yeah. So, but I mean, otherwise, it's more the same. So, I mean, if you like the the yeah the hollow, you should go back and play it on the one X just for fun. 
Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, if you, <laughs> you know, that, that, I'd love to get my 30 frames in. And, you know, no, it's, I mean, I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. I mean, just, I, I jump so many games. Like, I'm in the funk. Like, there's nothing until I think Ratchet and Clank comes out. That's that I really two weeks, care about. though. That's actually, yeah, yeah, that's not far, man. I can't yeah. wait. And then once that's over, we're waiting probably till fall for something. I don't know. Scarlet Nexus. I played the demo of that too. That was really freaking awesome. A lot awesome. of people saying they love that demo. I yeah. love that game. It's it's really astral chainy, like yeah. you know. So, but it, it looks. I think it looks better. And, it, and we get uh, we get really Death well. Loop in August. God dang. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, that's still a couple months from Ratchet, but that's yeah. not. You know, it flies by, right? I get to the point where I'm just kind of sick and tired of. I mean, I love Mass Effect. Don't get me wrong, but on the remakes, remasters, and all that stuff. Just it's getting tired a little bit. What new I, experiences? I want, yeah, I want some new experiences. Something new, yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. and that's maybe that's asking too much. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think one of the other issues too is the the new experiences that some of us have really enjoyed these past couple months aren't up your alley, right? Like Returnal, yeah, right. you're not going to play. You're not playing Resident yeah. Evil Village, and both of those games are amazing. Yeah, they so, look amazing. Yeah, yeah, I can't say the bad thing about them. I, mean, I just it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, why? can I just force myself to play these kind of games? Yeah. And, you know, but I just, I just can't, you know, funny enough. I jumped back into dying light uh, yesterday because nice. the original has auto HDR and FPS boost on the series X. So I wonder, I never really got far in that game. I played a little co-op with Bert actually, but um, I went to revisit it. And yeah, especially with the parkour system, it plays really smooth on the series X now, which is awesome. So I, I was playing that for like a couple hours this morning after I got up. It's a lot of fun. Nice. So, um, Boom. I, I meant to ask you, man, since you're on, I know you're a Resident Evil super fan, man. Um, I, I loved Village. I thought it was, it's actually one of my favorite Resident Evils in the whole series. Uh, what did you think about it? Um, I, I'm enjoying it because I stopped uh, to play Mass Effect. And okay. Mass Effect has taken over my life. I, I just beat the first boss with Chris. So I'm close to the end. I'm I'm close I'm close to the end. I beat all the main bosses so far. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a very well done Resident Evil. I I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I did seven. Yeah. Um. I really really enjoyed seven. Right now, Resident Evil Village game of the year so far for me because I'm such a Resident Evil fan. I I just think that what they did was just it 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 is a masterpiece. Yeah. And they do give you the um the 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 horror that you would expect in a resident Evil. there's plenty of jump scares in there not <laughs> as many as seven for not sure as many as seven no but, but there's there's it's still you know it it once you get powered up once you start you know carrying some of the bigger weapons you put all the parts on there you it really becomes like a first person shooter yeah like you're just tearing through everything but i i thoroughly enjoy it i definitely got to get back to it um i don't know if it if it reaches my top five Resident Evils of all time. Okay. Um, you know, for if you, uh, you know, just a, a quick uh, countdown, uh, Resident Evil 298, still my favorite Resident Evil of all time, yeah. followed by Resident Evil 2 Remake. Okay. And then, of course, you have Resident Evil 3. Um, uh, uh, I think 99 is my, is, is, comes in third. Resident Evil 3, the remake comes in fourth and four um, for fifth. It's still Resident 4. Okay. You know, so those, you don't those, have Code Veronica up there. That's all, that Code Veronica, it, it, it could on, ask me on Tuesday, and it, could go from, <laughs> it, it can go from six to five because I, I got to tell you, 
one of still one of my well, I remember playing that on the Dreamcast yes. and saying, I cannot believe yeah. Sega got this as an exclusive. Yeah. I mean, the opening where she drops the gun when she has her hands up like this and she catches it. Come on, man. That's yeah. that's so Resident Evil. So Classic. yeah, on a on, on a Saturday, it's number six. On Tuesday, it might be number five. I don't know. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. And what's going on, chat? Good to see everyone. Sorry I didn't shout you out earlier, man. Good to see all the faces. I got a super chat I gotta get to somewhere in here. There it is. Fat Boy Mar in the house. Up, brother? Yeah, pal, what's going on, guys? Uh, Punks, I love the show. Emmy one is the GOAT, no doubt, no doubt. Love the review on Biomutant. Thank you very much, sir. We'll be digging in after this show. Excellent. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I kind of got worried because I, I knew my review was going to come in high. I, I told all the guys that before anything got published. Um, but I do stand by it. Uh, I think, you know, and, and <laughs> we always joke about some of these reviews, right? But, you know, uh, someone, another guy wrote an article about uh, Kotaku's review where the guy literally admitted he played it for 18 hours. And I'm like, you can't play a 60 plus hour game for 18 hours and review it. You just can't do that. Yeah, you got to uh, play through it. Yeah. Yeah. You're missing the whole experience. So, I, you know, I, yes, my review's high. There are other high reviews out there. And I know at least a couple that are up there with mine where the people have played for as much as I have, 80, 90, 100 hours. So, uh, yeah, we still firmly stand by it. Um, but regardless, that's neither here nor there. Let's get into this news, guys, because we got some big games to talk about. So we're going to start with Dying Light 2 um, because I've been playing Dying Light. So we're just going to jump there first. So we finally this game's a long time coming and uh, definitely one of those that was impacted by the pandemic pretty yeah. broadly. Right. So <clears throat> and boom, I don't know if you remember, but Dying Light 2 was at E3 2019 and basically yes. won yeah. like game of the show awards it won a ton of awards for what they show i actually have the statue sitting right to my left from from e3 uh over there and um i knew this game was going to be very big um you know very good and dying light one is already a great game and remember that came out nearly six years ago yeah so um this game looks incredible we finally got a lot of gameplay and some details so let me run down these and then you guys can tell me your thoughts so it comes out december 7th which for me is excellent because it's usually, perfect yeah perfect it's after perfect. all the october november right and gives you the new game just before you get that christmas vacation and new yes. year's perfect so <laughs> december 7th uh it's 20 takes place 20 years after the first game the map and the map's already big in the first one it's four times bigger but it's it, crazy but their focus is on verticality they said so instead of just thinking of a map layout right you have skyscrapers that you can escalate all the way up and kind of explore and, and jump across. There's over or about, they said, 3,000 animations for the parkour system, which Holy is cow. nuts. They said it's more than double the first game. And that if you've played the first game a lot, as I have been, um, you know it's, it's already really damn fluid. So this should be cool. It will be two to four player co-op again. Um, and on the Series X and PS5, they've already confirmed it will be 4K at 60 FPS with HDR, nice. and it will support ray tracing. So this one just looks like a monster uh, release that's coming late in the year. Uh, I am super, super excited about this, even more so now that I'm playing the first again. And I think this is going to be one of those late contenders for Game of the Year, regardless of the Game Awards time frame and their stupid cutoff in November. The real game award, uh, the real game of the year conversation. I think this will be up there for for that. What do you guys, what do you guys think, man? Did you watch this presentation? Where you at on it, Dan? You want to go? Or? Yeah, I mean it's fine. I, I probably have less to say about it than everything else. 
Only because <laughs> this is another one of those games where it's just like, like it was funny because dying like the original was like I played until I, I it was like three hours into it and i was just like i can't do this again because i'm a pussy but it, 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 it's, it's you get to a point where i was just like I, I was getting chased by something i'm like i don't like this yeah i can't do this but everything up until that point was amazing i was like this is like mirror's edge but with guns and zombies yeah pretty so much. I, and, and that was like one of my favorite games you know the parkour system was awesome you know jumping up and down and you know when you got to do like some of the stealth stuff when it was a little bit you know more subdued i guess and not so actiony um i actually really enjoyed that kind of stuff um but then i hit a point where i don't know is it nighttime or was it, you yes. know it, the night first time is when it gets right it gets and, real. and then i was like yeah. oh no this ain't gonna happen i think i made it past that and i was like that's it I'm so going. i think you're right because i i i had a save game but it was from like three years ago so i was like and i didn't get far right so i was like let me just start fresh yeah. So the tutorial in the game is really long. It's like a yeah. few missions, right, to show you the whole game. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, I think I know what you're talking about because you get far out there, and then it's like you have to run all the way back to the main base at night, and, and you're chased. being chased, right? Yes. And even me, who loves horror games, I just finished Resident Evil. I played a ton of horror games. I was sitting there, like, sweating. Yes. Running from, I'm like, oh, my God, this is more tense than I remember it. And that's, my that's wife was sitting, sitting next man. to me, and I'm like, Ah! <laughs> you know, she's like what are you doing i was like this game is way more like you know tense than i remember it so, yeah it yeah. was not it was not a fun experience but it looks awesome <laughs> and everything i saw you know for the reveal looked really really good so i think people are going to really enjoy this it's it's a nice unique kind of game you know i remember when they it was like almost like a building kind of like a like a faction building kind of thing when they first revealed it back at that e3 yes. you know they had like these three different factions and that really interested me yes. i was like i wonder if that's going to continue to carry over yep. you know and see how that works so, it, I mean, it is. It, okay so it's it's going to be one of those games where I, it's you know i might take a flyer on it if i'm not playing anything else and you know i might try it out after yeah. i get some impressions like of actually how terrifying it is yeah so what they said in this one which is interesting because i've really dug into the details and there is there's three factions um each has their own characters and storylines and everything else right and depending on kind of what you do and who you align with it'll change the city but what they said is the focus for this one is (laughs) which one of these is going to be good for you day and one's going to be not so they said Mm -hmm. daytime is really human enemies you're dealing with human enemies factions etc but nighttime is where the zombies and stuff come back and it's going to be even scarier more deadly did you see all the variants of the creatures yeah they, it looks nuts Dude, yeah. it looks it like looks something nuts. out of left for dead <laughs> it does it does and i think they're really diving into that right like yeah so boom are did you play one are you into this yes yeah i didn't beat it yeah, um okay. it's one of those games i put uh i want to say maybe 15 maybe 20 hours into um I got to get back to it because that, that what's amazing about about um, about the developer and more so the game, they have been supporting it with new content for years. It's like crazy, and I definitely got to get back to it. I am yeah. I am day one. I'm not buying the collector's edition. I'm not a fan of the statue. That it comes with, okay. to be honest with you. I normally buy all collector's editions. I saw it. I saw it up for pre-order. I looked at it. I was like, well, you I'm know, actually, I, I'm actually with you because you know I'm a huge collector. And of I, course I you do are. have it pre-ordered, but I, I'm actually on the same kind of fence because it's two, 230 
It's yeah. not a cheap one. It's a, this, well after tax is two fifty. It's right. Just, yeah. And the, and the and the statue to your point doesn't look that great. So I'm not sure if I'm actually going to keep that one or not. Yeah. It, it it's it's not it. it Look, again, not every collects edition you're going to buy. I get it. But this game I'm very much looking forward to. I, I do have to agree with you and Dan. Going out at night, a lot of the times I just slept. And just waited <laughs> for the too. day tour because <laughs> yeah. it's, there's a couple of times I went out there and I thought I had the weapons. I had everything going. I had the path I wanted to go on. And you just get wrecked. Yeah. It, they're, they're just unstoppable. And I got to be honest with you, these new creatures, man, they look intense. So going out is, I, I hope they give you some better guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It's definitely one of those experiences too. That's a lot more fun with friends. Oh, so sure. Playing in co-op and you yeah. can kind of like all screen together and, and attack together. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Pong says you get a UV flashlight too. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, for collectors like me, that's one of those things you just leave in the box and you never even yeah. take out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not something you do much with. <laughs> I wonder what it does. Like, could I take it into like my bathroom and you know, really, really check the stains and stuff? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Is it like a like a forensic, you know, UV light where you're just like you take it with you when you travel to hotels. <laughs> go yeah. to my, oh. my teenage oh my boys' God. room. Like, Did they really the clean? Let's take a look. It looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. In here. Somebody died in here. <laughs> what, where's all the blood splatter oh going? God. What's happening? <laughs> oh man! We get the super chat from Brigadier Blue. What's going on, man? Thanks a lot for the five dollars super chat. Hey, can't stay and watch, but wanted to drop it and give some love. Catch you all next week. No worries, man. Hope you're having a good weekend. Thank you very much. Appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, there's, I can't wait to see more. They did say um, from the uh, world building aspect and the new park parkour system, the updated parkour system that they're doing this kind of like they did with Outriders where they're doing, I think like every month or two, they're going to have a new show to talk about a different aspect up to release. And they said the second episode will be really a deep dive on the uh, world building and parkour aspect. So really looking forward to that. That'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. I hope it goes better than Outriders. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, listen, there's a lot of games better than Outriders. <laughs> Outriders, not the worst game I've ever played, but certainly with some of the bugs. And thankfully, I haven't, I didn't finish that either. I was, you know, when they had that, the, the rate to save, that was uh, the bug that was racing the saves and yep. your equipment, yep. I stopped playing because I didn't want, I know Cognito had yeah. that happen to him and he yeah. still hasn't gotten it fixed, which, oh, you lose all that kind of, uh, you, you, you get, you get dejected. You don't want to play. I, I am going to say I agree with you, Ains. I think December seventh is is perfect, perfect because this fall is going to be packed. And yes. normally December is those months where you do occasionally get a game of this size, right? It doesn't happen often, but December seventh is right before your Christmas holiday, right before New Year's, and you've already at that point you've probably beaten Halo. You've probably beaten, you know, uh, Call of, well, if you're buying Call of Duty or Battlefield. A lot of the big ones you'll have gone through. Yeah. Even if you're playing the multiplayer, this this is a game I think you're going to be playing well into the new year because of its size. Yeah, 100% agree. And it's it's the perfect type of game for that because Halo. I'm not. I won't go on my normal, you know, love rant for Halo. Um, but I'll be playing that multiplayer for years to come, right? But when you're really heavily invested into those multiplayer aspects like Battlefield and Halo, right? It's always great to have that kind of big single player game on the side. So when yeah. you wake up on a morning and your friends on or on or whatever it is, you can just kind of sit back and explore a world. This is perfect for that. So literally can't wait. And that's, 
you know, guys, we don't have to talk about it right now, but remember, we're also getting the Series X and PS5 updates for Cyberpunk yep. and Witcher 3 this fall, too. Yeah. Which just scares the hell out of me because I still I, I, You know what? I haven't played Cyberpunk. Still in the cellophane. Oof. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, if you've waited this long, you might as well wait for the other no, I, 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 I wanted to enjoy it, you know, on my TV that I spent a lot of money on. Yeah. To get the best version, all the bugs hopefully will be ironed out by then. There'll be no losing saves and things getting stuck. Yeah, I want to. I want to play it in its best form and enjoy it. I mean, I've been playing so many games that I, I don't think I really missed it. To be honest with you, gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys, let's talk about probably the biggest one this week, and that's Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's talk. Yeah, I know all three of us are, are huge fans here. Uh, this was Sony Showcase. Uh, they called it, I don't know why they called it a state of play. They keep doing that state of play and then it's one game. It's like, just sit, call it a Horizon Showcase is what it is. Yeah. Um, but 14 minutes of gameplay, all captured on PS5, a mix of kind of gameplay and cinematics, but all, you know, real time. This is running yeah. on the system. 60 and, frames per second too on top of that. Yeah, it's going to have 60 frames option. It looks, I mean, the first game was already a stunner, right? I, yes. I really do believe the first game is one of the best looking games of all time. It's it's gorgeous. And uh, in fact, I have really fond memories of it because it was the first game I really put through the paces when I upgraded to the PS4 Pro at the time. Um, so I can only imagine what this is going to look like on the PS5. And well, we've seen the 4K. If you haven't watched the 4K video of it on YouTube, do that because it looks yes. a lot better than the stream and it'll just melt your eyeballs. But here's what we know about it. So uh, we saw in the video traversal improvements, right? The big, I think the biggest complaint about the first game or one of them was traversal. Trying to get up some of the mountains, you had to take certain paths. And it was a yes, little clunky at times. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes it was a pain. Yeah, yep. it was, right? And so you saw kind of this grappling hook, this way to climb quickly. You saw almost a little Uncharted in it, right? Where you can quickly scale things. Uh, you saw the new glider, which is awesome. Breath of the Wild inspired. Yes. 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 And then, of course, you saw the uh, diving mask, which was amazing, right? Just dives in the water and you see the, uh, the different dinosaurs under there. Um, it just looks... It looks what you expect from top AAA first party showcase, right? Like this is what you expect from the best of Sony and what we're, we were talking about before the show, what we want to see and expect to see from future first party Xbox as well, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> but guys, this is the one. We don't have a release date. Um, so we still don't know if this is really this year or maybe I don't think it is. I'm gonna no, be honest. I'm, I'm thinking you. first quarter 2022. Me too. I'm thinking so. March. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Look, yeah, it, it's me. perfectly fine. We yeah. have Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I, I know everyone enjoyed Returnal. I didn't buy it. I just it's not for me. Uh, yeah, but fair. this is let me let me just say this. This is the kind of game that you bought a PlayStation 5 for. No doubt. That, that's that's the end of the conversation here, folks. I mean, listen, everyone knows I'm very transparent with the kind of gamer I am. I'm an Xbox first gamer. I have always been since 2001. I, I prefer Xbox. I like the controller. I like the friends list. I like my achievements, blah, 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 everything else. But you, in my opinion, buy a PlayStation 5 for Sony's master they're masters at the first party exclusive game and this is just another um you know projection of that this is something that first of all horizon zero dawn my favorite new ip for sony to my top one i mean again you again depend i love god of war just as much but there's something about aloy 
and the world. I'm a big a Gen One Transformers guy, so oh, yeah. seeing these, seeing these, these, these dinosaurs gives me, of course, yeah, you know, Dinobot vibes. But Aloy herself is something so special about that particular character for me personally. I love, I know that some people don't like when they, you know, people consider it to be an agenda thing. Oh, they're putting a woman in charge, whatever. That's stupid. <laughs> I, I think that because we learned, we started off the game as her as a kid. Yep. We understand how she was shunned for being different. And how she ultimately saved the tribe at the end of the first game. Um, it is she's such an empowering character, and to see the uh, evolvement <laughs> of where it's—I mean, we only got 14 minutes snippet, right? But I can tell, as someone who really, really enjoyed the first one, all of the advancements—I mean, like almost immediately—the glider, the using the bow to like a grappling hook kind of a situation, mm -hmm. live in the air. It's just it, it's, some of the it's, new weaponry looks amazing too. They show the new up. gadgets are crazy. It, yeah. It's it's there is a lot to get excited about. Um, again, it's why you buy a play. It's why I own a PlayStation because of their first party. And even if we do have to wait, because I thought I thought it was very strange that we didn't get a, a release date. Me and too. I and I know why they're not giving us a release date because they're not even sure. Yeah, I don't think this comes out. Listen, the look here's the thing. I'm not saying that Halo Infinite is better than Horizon and Horizon is better than Halo. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that why would you potentially want to put something up against Halo is guaranteed for November 15th. We know that. They haven't said the date. They said holiday. Yeah. But it's going to be November 15th to yeah. celebrate the, the 20th anniversary. It makes sense, right? If this game needs a little bit more time and you want to you know, make sure that everything is running fine, then you do what Sony normally does, and you just delay it until the following year. If it comes out in February, I think the original launched in February. If I don't remember, I don't. Yeah, it's either I thought it was March, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was early. It's, it's, early it's the, the first quarter of 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 the yeah. year when Horizon um, Zero Dawn launched. You know what? You celebrate the three or four year anniversary by launching it around the same time. You know, I I don't think it comes this year. I don't think Sony has a lot. You were you were right, year. by the way, boom, February twenty eighth, the last day of February. <laughs> there launched. you go. There you go. And I got the I got the collector's edition, the statue, yep. one of my favorite pieces, yep. sitting right here. I took pictures and I posted it on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I I think that this is going to be. I mean, man, talk about Guerrilla Games for a second. I mean, this is this is a team. That only brought us Killzone, which I mean, let's call a spade a spade, folks. Not not a great shooter, you know what I'm saying? All, all of all three of them, eh, not so good. And this is what I'm hoping we see from Playground. The same, the same, uh, you know, like evolution of yes, development. Yeah, thank you. That's the word I was trying to get. Out. The same evolution. All, all we know them for is for uh, uh, you know Horizon racing games and they give us fable right yeah. so i'm hoping we see that but man talk man really hats off to guerrilla games for just delivering on what i think is going to be a game of the year nominee whenever it releases yeah no doubt no doubt and you know i mean even some of the details on the character model i mean just look at the detail here that you see and <laughs> wait a that's, minute that's not it that's, that's the wrong picture sorry that's the wrong one <laughs> people on the, people on people online are just so mean man <laughs> so mean um but anyway um 
uh, let me get to this question real quick, Dan, because um, I, I know Cyber had a good one, and naturally you would have thought I had it ready to go. But you know, you know, sure. basically what Cyber was asking is, you know, this is as Boom was talking to. This is PlayStation's wheelhouse, right? They yes, they have first party showcases. The games look amazing. They know how to show them. They create lots of hype and goodwill among their fan base. Um, and, and his question was essentially that Xbox traditionally anyway has struggled in that area. Um, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the question of course is why, why is that? And I, I think many of us have talked about that extensively. We've questioned it. We've kind of thrown our theories out there. I don't think there's a golden arrow here as to, to why that is. I think, you know, it's probably a combination of things, right? It could be the teams they have involved. It could be that, um, you know, the, these certain aspects of games they try to show is different. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to add any thoughts there, but you know, I think all of us, it's fair to say, as we move forward and whatever we get here in a few in a few weeks, and, and Xbox's showcase and Bethesda showcase, which we're going to touch on later in the show, um, we have the expectation. Uh, I I think I speak fairly here that yeah. Halo comes out and makes us feel like we did watching the Horizon Showcase or watching Correct. when God of War was premiered in 2017 or whenever it was. It absolutely has to, Ains. Yeah. I think I think they, they they just make different games, you know. I mean, well, up until that. this point, you know, they just they, they just have a different route that they're taking. Sony is traditionally, I mean, especially last gen, you know, have taken the, the the route of these very cinematic, you know, action you know, over the shoulder, third person games and it, and it works, right? I mean, it, yeah. it, it consistently, they, they sell well, you know, they've had some pretty big IPs with like Spider-Man, you know, they release, you know, Horizons. Boom Zero doesn't like Spider-Man, man. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's an amazing game. I only platinum the first one and I'm one, one achievement, uh, one achievement, one uh, trophy away from platinum miles. Nice. Yeah. I, I got them both. Yeah, that, that's I had to. I had to. But uh, it, then I got it, like three trophies. You guys proud yeah, of them? Yeah, I got some backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then so so they just make these. They just make. I think at this point, different games, and I think people, you know, that see them, you know, those games, you know, like you had Horizon last gen. You had uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Another yeah. that, that was probably my favorite masterpiece. IP, you know, yeah. of the new IP from what Sony gave us. Right. You know, so so it's. It, Day is gone is another one, you know. So they uh, so they've got all these. I mean, it's it's just a game, you know. I mean, it's just it's just. I'm not saying it's fantastic. I'm just saying it's a new IP yes. in the same vein as the rest of them that they've done. Um, and excuse me. So you know they've got like the, the the talent in their studios, and I think Xbox has that too. We just haven't seen it yet, right? You know, because you know their studio purchases and acquisitions were a lot more recent, so. Yeah, as we'll I, see that stuff. Again, but as I tell people all the time, right, the foundation for what released on the PS4 era, that was built during the PS3 era. Right. right? The foundation of those studios, the shared development model, the engine development, that was years, years prior. Uh, and we saw the fruits of that during the PS4 era and now continuing into the PS5 era. Right. It's just, and I know Dan and I, you know, we joke about this all the time, right? Of like, just wait, just wait. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. But. The sad reality is it takes years and years and years and it, you know, they'll get there. Um, so they sorry, have, Dan, I didn't mean no, to interrupt you. You're fine. They, they, they've had, you know, they didn't have, I don't want to say Microsoft has, you know, always had the money, but they just never put that towards that division until Phil came up and gave them his 
vision of what this could be. Yeah, and right. now, you know, now we're looking at Game Pass. Now we're looking at 23 Studios, Bethesda. You know, we're looking at all the stuff like this is it's it's starting to come around. And yeah, I mean, you can say it a thousand times. And I'm I was there, too. It's like, where the hell are these games like these, you know, that I want to play on my Xbox? And, and that's a fair thing to say. It's, it's yeah. not like they couldn't have invested back in the 360. No, they just didn't and, have the right leadership. Right. They didn't have the right leadership. That's all it really boiled down to. And now. I think here in a couple of years, we're going to start seeing, I think at E3, we're, we're going to see some, you know, yeah. pretty big things. So, you know, as far as this one goes, I'm super pumped for it, you know, and, and Horizon was one of the first games I played on when I got my PS4 Pro. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's, this one is, I think it's still coming out this year. I mean, until they tell me otherwise, and they told us, you know, you know, I think they're also waiting to see, where these other games are going to drop in the fall. Okay. You know uh, so I mean? that's what Joe was saying in the chat, by the way. That makes Joe sense. Is, that, Joe that, is that still holding faith that this is 2021. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, it's <clears> totally <throat> different. I mean, that's fine. It, it's, 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 I think, you know, you've got Halo coming out. You know, it, they probably, I'm guessing, know when it's coming. And Sony probably knows too. You know, <laughs> then you've got Battlefield coming. You've got, I mean, there's a ton of games coming out in that fall block of stuff so you want to put it in there where people are going to be able to experience it and not be distracted by other games well now we you know, know too that dying light 2 and far cry 6 which we're going to get right. to next are all coming out this fall call as of well. duty you know is going to come call out duty, again you know there's another one of those coming you know so i mean you want to try to maximize your your engagement obviously yeah and you know you have to kind of have an idea of what everybody else is doing so you know and it for sure could be pushed back, like Boom said, maybe to February and do like yeah. the anniversary thing. I can totally see that too, you know, but I really would like it to come out this year because that was probably my favorite like presentation yeah. since this whole thing started, like the whole COVID thing. You know, I mean, I know we got the X and the PS5. This one was probably my favorite one because the game, to you know, it, it meant a lot to me when I played it. You know, it was, it was the whole experience. All I got to say is if Lance Reddick is not in this game at some point, silence, you guys remember? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw fit. That, oh, the he's got to be in there. He plays such a, be. Yeah, yeah. He plays such a pinnacle part in the first right. one. I've it would nothing. almost be weird. Right. Yeah. Like if he wasn't making a cameo or. Yeah. He's a great he character. Has, yeah. He's a fantastic cameo. character. Yeah. Man, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil the end of Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> for those who haven't played it, but I mean, it's, it's kind of a big deal. It, yeah. it is a big so, deal. Yeah, you, know you know do I mean? learn a lot at the end I, of the game. I don't know. I was just going to say, I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I've talked to quite a few people who have said they put, say, 10, 15, 20 hours into the first one, right, and never mm -hmm. finished it. And I, my opinion, as it is with many games, I realize, but Horizon in particular, the last, like, third of that game really sets up, gives you all that history of the world, right. what happened, the story. Yes. And that really is what took it from, like, you know, that kind of really good game to excellent game for me yep. was that last kind of arc. And I think for the people who have not finished it fully, they're they're missing out why some of us really hold this so high. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of people that didn't dig a lot of the smaller side quests. Like, remember, if you remember the guy that couldn't walk, you had to find his cane. They right? were a little silly. Some, yeah. some of them, yeah, listen, sure. listen, I, I, I get it. I <laughs> totally get it that some people didn't dig it, but... Look, That's true of so many open world games. So they have so many silly. I mean, 
listen, it, it, you know, this is this is probably one of those ones that they were on the cutting board, and they're like, yeah, we but we gotta add one more. Okay, find his leg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> find his leg. Some people are gonna dig that. Um, look, I, I'm gonna say this um, <coughs> about about what Sony does and, and the importance of Microsoft's showing. Uh, I, and again, I'm I'm probably gonna lose subs over this. Listen. On my last show, on the Xbox Factor podcast, I had people call me a pony because I was <laughs> because I was giving credit where credit is due. Like yeah, you can't I, run, get credit. I Come on, two now. Xbox shows. If you cut me, yeah, I'm going to bleed green. Like I don't know how many more how more green I could be unless I was the Hulk, right? <laughs> um, listen, I, I think that as Xbox fans. We are going to, and again, my glass is always half full. So maybe if I'm I'm jumping off and you guys want to jump with me, maybe we get some pillows we <laughs> land on, maybe we land on rocks. I don't know. But I can tell you that I think this E3 sp- specifically, we are going to see what we have always asked for from Microsoft. And I think it all starts with Halo Infinite, folks. Uh, listen, last July... A lot of people were disappointed with the show. I don't know how you could be. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. I thought that the, yes, did uh, did there was some popping in Halo. Was it the best graphics I've ever seen? No. But you can't complain about the gameplay. And all they needed to do was make it look next gen. And they've had up until now, right, up until the next E3, that's going to be 11 months of polish. The game is done. We know that the game is done. They're polishing. If they can start putting their best foot forward with Halo, it stops the questions on when are we getting games that look like Horizon Forbidden West on Xbox. And it starts with where it started, with Halo, with Master Chief. And then I think we're going to get some big surprises. I think, uh, you know, we've heard some rumors about, I think we get avowed gameplay, folks. We know that they're in great shape over at Obsidian with it. The pandemic apparently did not affect them as much as it did some other teams. One of the other games I'm expecting there is Compulsion's game. That's supposed to be a third person over the shoulder you know, real life graphics game that is a combination <laughs> of Uncharted meets Bioshock. Yes, please. Yeah, right. I think we're going to get a lot of those games. And I, I just want to, if anyone is an Xbox fan in the chat, just give them time because remember, the ship started to turn post E3 2018. Folks, we're only in 2021. You know what I'm saying? So Perfect Dark and Fable and all these other games that we know are coming. Listen, Sony's games take four and five years. That's that's a fact. I was just going to say, by the time Forbidden West releases, it will be five years between when the first one released, which is, that's just the nature of big budget, big games, man. Yes. What it Mm -hmm. is. And you don't really see any of the people, and and again, again, I know this is not an Xbox topic, but if you look at what Sony does in the trenches, not on not on the surface, not on the big billboards, right? Not doing what they do best with their advertising. In the <laughs> trenches, they fill the gaps with these second party and indie games that blow us away, that make us forget that it took five years to get Horizon yeah. Forbidden West, right? Yeah. Microsoft is doing that right now. Song of Iron, The Ascent, Tunic. 
uh, Scorn, Stalker 2, 12 Minutes. All of these games are supposed to release this year. If you, They are literally following the PlayStation blueprint. Yeah. And all Microsoft has to do is deliver with Halo Infinite and it's going to be and it's game over. That's what Dan and I talked about a few weeks ago, too, is like that that should be the start, right? The snowball is starting to roll downhill. Halo's their obvious showpiece for, yes. for a million reasons we could list. And anyone who tells you Halo's dead doesn't know what they're talking about. Halo is Boobs. a massive, <laughs> massive IP. You have no idea the, the impact that that game will have when it drops. Um and what that the value of that IP alone. People don't really realize, and maybe I'll say this because people don't realize, last time the Halo IP was valued, it was over six billion. The Halo IP. So people don't realize how big it is uh, and the impact that will have if, if the game delivers like we all expect it to. Um, but yeah, and then you get into 2022 and you start to see all these Game Pass releases, right? It's just, it's gonna snowball from there. And by the way, boom. Um, is this you? Is this you, Pony? That how'd you guys get? Wow, <laughs> that is me. That, that, that's when I'm not in human, human form. That's I'm a mini pony. That is that's what happens. You know, you, you, you're, you're, the chats for some of these podcasts are just like you, you're sitting there. You're throwing like all these awesome like peanut M and M's out at them, and then like all of a sudden it's like, well, here's some. Uh, caramel m&ms and they're like what the hell is this stuff <laughs> this is garbage and they start throwing it back to you and then you're a pony and you hate caramel oh, m&ms i just know but oh, oh, more realistic We're yeah just i mean facts that's all it is Give you know what though the, i mean to, to to get back on point to get, i'm sorry yeah. i got so crazy and got off topic because my, my wife tells me all the time craig you're long-winded i know <laughs> i know it's my biggest problem I am excited for this game on a level that breaks the meter because of how much love I have for the universe, the story, specifically Aloy as a character. Yeah. It's a, a, and, and this is something no one's talking about, so I want to be the first one to bring it up. Listen, as great as the Xbox One or Xbox Series X controllers are, I think that by far the DualSense might be one of my favorite controllers for what it is. Astrobot showed me that this controller can do amazing. I platinumed Astrobot. And Re Returnal was fantastic with it. Yeah, too. see, I, I, you know what? I'll get that when it's on sale. I didn't want to spend the seventy bucks. When it's thirty bucks, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll definitely pick it's, it up and it's die. It's very a similar times. to Astro. You, you have to use the triggers. You can feel raindrops. I mean, it's, yeah. It's that's, uh, th that's what has me very excited about this game because I really enjoy the dual sense. I'm not saying yeah. it's better than my elite because that I wouldn't say. I still love my elite, my my elite version too. It's my favorite controller of all time, but because of what it does, new. Yeah. Because uh, you know it, it, it has me excited for this game. That the, the the bow pull, like you can hear it. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm very excited for this game. I, I again, listen. I get it. If it wasn't your bag. But you still got to tip the cap to Guerrilla Games for putting out an even better representation than they did in the first one, which I thought was a masterpiece then. I yep. think this is going to trump that. Agreed. Uh, people asked me, we were having a conversation in our SG chat prior to the showcase about what do you want to see from this game. And I, I pretty clearly said, I don't need to see anything revolutionary. Horizon was amazing. Yeah. Give me better traversal. Give me some more uh, combat style, some new Dinobots to fight. They showed all that. I saw everything I needed to see. 
I don't even want to watch anymore. I probably <laughs> won't watch anymore prior to release now. I'm sold. Give me a collector's edition if you want to. Give yes. me a custom PS5 plate to put on my P whatever. Um, I'm in. I'll take it all, please. Yes, I'm in. So. <laughs> all right. And Mo, Mo with Super Chat, what's going on, Mo? Always supportive. My hey, boy's Dr. my son. Mo. Mo's always around, man. A big Good uh, dude. Yes, talk to him every day. He's a great dude. If you're not checking out Backlog Chronicles on Sunday nights, please do. It's a fun show. Hope you're having a great show while I'm here stuck at work. What are you doing at work, man? Go home. <laughs> Cheers to everyone watching. Play Knockout City, Free the Nip Stand. He's going to keep on you, Dan, about this. <laughs> that was it. That was a taste. Taste. All right. Knockout City, I forgot to mention yeah. that currently playing. If you haven't played that. I have to play it. I've been hearing so many good things about it. It's so it. much fun. It's so, it's like five minutes to learn, but yeah, you're, it's like, it's, it's like Rocket League, but I was just going to say that. Yes. It's so fun. We played. One of the first nights we played it last week, we played for three and a half hours straight, just in wow. private matches, just smacking each other. And then the other night we had a team of four, me, Mo, and uh, two other Pampa and uh, Jordan. And we played for, God, we must have played for another like two and a half. Was, it was a work night for me, and I didn't go to bed till nearly 3 a.m. because we were playing freaking Knockout City. So definitely check it out if you haven't. All right. Anything else on Horizon, guys, before we move over to Far Cry? No, I'm good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Far Cry 6. So Far Cry 6, coming October 6th. A uh, couple details of it. So Danny Rojas is your uh, protagonist, your guerrilla fighter uh, against Anton Castillo, who is played by the very incredible actor Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Esposito. Yep, yes. thank you. <clears throat> um, as you would expect from this debut, we saw a whole bunch of ridiculousness, right? Over-the-top weaponry, over-the-top action, crazy characters and uh you know companions uh guapo is your companion crocodile should you want to take him along and of course who stole the show was chorizo the yes the, the puppy with the, his little uh handicapped carriage uh rolling around or whatever you want to call it people uh, are making that their profile pics people are, are posting pictures of it the, 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 the little dog stole the whole show it's crazy he took the show he stole the show the funny thing is they show he was the last thing they showed remember it was like and we can't forget chorizo and i was watching it and i laughed and i said oh my god this is hilarious and then i thought to myself this is going to be what everyone focuses on of course and it is right yeah it is um <laughs> so <clears throat> Again, this this is guys. I'm getting excited finally about next gen. I mean, I was already pumped, right? I've been playing it since launch, but we're starting to see the developers hit their stride. Yes, we talked about Dying Light Two, Horizon. Obviously, we just covered it. Uh, they've already confirmed. Ubisoft has confirmed this is 4K 60 on both oh, PS5 and Series X, and we'll have ray tracing and HDR as well. So they're they're hitting it. We're seeing it, um, which is great. I mean, the some of the gameplay footage of this looks incredible. It does, for the people who kept thinking Far Cry needs to evolve, it needs to change, um, this is Far Cry. You can just tell. Uh, this is going to be the same kind of experience, over-the-top craziness that you have known for the past several years. But from my perspective, I don't know about you guys, but from my perspective, that's kind of what I expect from Far Cry. Um, I just want stupid fun, and yes. I think this game's going to deliver that. And I just hope, we said this last week, I know, but I hope... They really use Giancarlo Esposito because he's amazing. Please, I hope that they take advantage of him being in the game and at least have a strong antagonist and kind of story 
behind it. But boom, you a big Far Cry guy or where you Dude, I get 1,000 out of 1,000 achievements. Really? Oh, dude, okay. I spend days. Day, when I tell you days in Far Cry, I, even the ones that people didn't dig, I found a way to get almost get 1,000 achievements. Like the Caveman <laughs> one. Primal, yeah. Primal, I... I actually quite enjoyed Primal, the one with the with the, with the twin sisters. New Dawn, I think. New Dawn was it? Yeah, I yeah. I love the Far Cry series. I did even went back when it was it wasn't the way it was. It was just you know you versus you know you turn into a monster, animal, whatever. And this yeah. I love the Far Cry series. I love the way that they find a way to make the antagonists as important and as as prominent as because i think that all of the antagonists in the last four or five games have been incredible okay like really and i expect them to really take uh esposito's persona that he can bring like we saw him um what he did in um the um oh my god with baby yoda um Oh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he did. He was awesome there. He, they didn't lose him as much as I would have liked, of course, because he's in a he's a real presence, that dude. Yeah. But I think this is going to be fantastic. And already, because I love the gadgets. I'm yeah, always yeah. I'm always messing with the guy. I level up everything to its max. I already found the backpack that I want. The one that fires the rocket launch. The mortar. The mortar. Yeah. Dude, when it blew up the tank, <laughs> I was like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. I need that in my life. It almost and, looks like. You know, it feels like as the Far Cries have gone on, they've almost taken it to like a first person just cause. Yeah, pretty it much. Like. Yeah, it's it does. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's really over the top. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the some of the gadgets, some of the weapons that you were making, like for instance, it, the, the 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 record player that plays. Um, oh, the um, CD player launcher or the yeah, CD launcher? It, yeah. Oh my god, dude! It, it started to play the song and then it shot, cut the guy's head off, yes. and then started, when it reloaded, started playing again. I mean, come on, that's awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Someone yeah. said, "Uh, yeah, definitely in the house." What's up, man? He said, "Dude, turning off the HUD and putting the game on exploration is epic." Completely agree with you. I love yeah. doing that in open world games. It's just turning everything off and just letting me wander around. Just go around and do what you want to do. Yep, no yeah. doubt. And uh, I agree with Matt as well. Matt, what's up, man? He said, uh, "I loved everything about Far Cry Five except." the mandatory kidnappings. I agree with you. Um, I thought that the the segments themselves weren't bad, but don't interrupt what I'm doing to force me into it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Far Cry, you know, ever since three has been about, it's, it's always about how can you build that relationship between the player and the villain, right? Like, so like with boss, you know, that was a really intense relationship through those cutscenes where you were, you know, then you went to, I can't remember his name, Pot Nam, or I can't remember what his name was. I know, yeah. 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 You know, it wasn't as intense, you know. Then you go to five and you have the father who I think it was a little bit, they, they tried to come back to it. He was a very good character, yeah. you know, and it was very interesting what he was doing and everything, you know, but it's always been that. So for me, so when you have Jean Cario Esposito, <laughs> whatever we know who you mean we know yeah. who you mean right when you have him you know you can't like we said we can't waste that opportunity yeah. you I know agree. and the the whole thing is going to be building that relationship between you know me and him you know it can't and it can't be at a distance you know that's what made like far cry 3 and boss so visceral is like it was up close i mean you was in your face you know all the time you know when when you had these encounters with them 
and and you know you cared more about you know that was a deeper relationship than you and your girlfriend who I don't even remember, but I mean, I know, you know, she was in it, you know, <laughs> who cares? Like he was, he, that relationship that you had with him was so much better. So I'm hoping this is kind of building on the same thing. Yeah. yeah you're going to get this insane, you know, stuff. And we really started seeing it with new Dawn, like some of the weapons, a lot of those were like improvised weapons and you could craft stuff like that during yeah. that game. So this one, you know, it looks like it's, it's, it's more out of, you know, like a necessity, like, you know, you're, you're this guerrilla faction and you're, right. you know, building all this stuff. So yeah, I'm super pumped for Far Cry. I've always been a huge Far Cry fan, just like boom. I played them all, um, finished them all. I think the um, question from Leo is, have you given it a seven yet? Not yet. I plan on, <laughs> I plan on giving it a seven, you know, that's where, that's my baseline. That's you your know. wheelhouse right there. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what happens. But yeah, did, they announce, did they announce a collector's edition as of oh, yet? Yeah, cool. flamethrower. Oh yeah, yeah I've one. got the one from the flamethrower. One looks incredible, and it's a, a Ubisoft store exclusive, so you have okay. to get it through their store. Uh, but I did see online, and I haven't researched it. There is a second one. I don't know if this is other countries or if it's retailers, but they have one where you get a replica of the dog of Teresa. Oh. So uh, look that up. But yeah, there's the, the one with the flamethrower is badass because it comes with a unique steel book, comes with a map, comes the flamethrower is like a foot and a half long. Wow. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. I've had that pre-ordered since like last year. I, I actually I funny enough, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but Walmart had a price error last year on this. So uh, they had the PlayStation 5 gold steel book edition, which is one hundred and ten dollars. They had it for fifty nine. So I've got two of those on pre-order too. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with them. Maybe I'll give them away. But um, yeah. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, and according to Ubisoft, even though this obviously has a lot of ties to uh, certain things that have happened in our history, this is, again, not political. So just to be clear, uh, they love to tie games into political situations, but then say they're not political. They're really good at that. I mean... Is it though? I mean, it's just, it's just the, I mean, the, the, it's, it's not political in the sense that this is supposed to represent like a real world thing maybe, or it, is it, it, that the game itself, it, I mean, there's politics going on in it. Yes. You know, so just like, people are tying it to Cuba. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about it. It doesn't matter. Just play the game. <laughs> God, damn. <laughs> Jeez. Play the game, enjoy yourself. Yeah, fun for a change. It's like yeah, it's no. like it's like you know we play these games to get away from this shit. You know, I mean, just <laughs> ignore it. You know, God, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely in on this. I I'm starting. You know, it's only May or about to be June, <clears throat> but I'm already kind of mapping out the fall. You know what I mean? And I, mm -hmm. I'm looking at Halo right there in the middle of November, and I'm like, all right, we get Far Cry six weeks before that. We get Dying Light a few weeks after it. You know, it's starting to come into picture of what's going on. So uh, it's going to be one of those falls, man. I'm excited. All right, let's. Uh, and boom, you touched on a couple of this, but I wanted to circle back on Xbox and Bethesda for the E3 showcase because we did get the date and time this week. Uh, we did get that the key art they produced, right? Which, uh, if you're not aware, it's June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific, whatever that is for you. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to be about 90 minutes long is what Aaron Greenberg confirmed. So this is, uh, they did kind of merge the Xbox and Bethesda showcase together. 
And obviously the key art for this is really highlighting three things. It's highlighting Halo, go figure, uh, Starfield, uh, which we already knew is you know coming and we're going to see it at E3. And third, it's celebrating their 20th anniversary of Xbox, which is this fall. So um, I know you touched on it, Boom, uh, and you have a lot of conversations around this of what you'd like to see with Compulsion's game as well, which I think we will. What else do you think based on the conversations you have? Like, what are you really hoping to or expecting to see here? I know you mentioned a vow. Do you really think we're going to get something from a vow this early? I, I do. I, I think that they've been, I mean, listen, we had the report from a, you know, industry insider, right. <laughs> that, yeah, you know, that, that they were on schedule, that they were on, on par for what they needed to do. And it's, Look, here's the thing, man. I mean, look, a lot of people understand that Microsoft plays it safe, right? They have. But all I want is to do better than they did last year. If you didn't like last year's show, I got to be honest with you guys. I, I, I mean, I hear your complaints with some of the things. But they showed off so much. And I hear people, in, in, not in the, so much in this chat, when I bring this up, but they just sold showed CG trailers. But you were asking for that because Sony did that. M remember the year of dreams in 2015? All it was was CG trailers, and everyone applauded. Everyone said it's the, it's the greatest show of, uh, of our lives. And they showed a lot of games last year that, I mean, I think they showed at least seven first-party games. I mean, wow, this, this is their Achilles heel, right? Can we agree that that's their Achilles heel? Is their first party. And they showed us a glimpse of the future. What I'm hoping for with this show, as by the way, thanks to you, I just spent $216 live <laughs> on the air at the Ubisoft <laughs> checkout confirmation. <laughs> FYI, the flamethrower is coming home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, what I think we're going to see and what i agree with is what games are we getting in the next 12 to 18 months yes microsoft isn't sony they will not show you three and four years into the future and i think that they're gun shy because of some of the things that has happened in the past you know with platinum games they showed off the dragon game way too early fable legends way too early and they've and they're they're a little bit gun shy so i'm actually okay with that give me a glimpse of what we're getting in the next 12 to 18 months and i'm happy but i i got to say i i think we need to see i again i'm not saying it's going to be a failed show if we don't but you got to show us something for senua's saga Three minutes of gameplay should not be hard to put together. I'm sorry, I'm not a developer. No, I agree. I, I, I agree. I'm just, I'm just a knucklehead with a with a microphone who talks on four shows per week. <laughs> but I think that with the talent that they have over there, they could make a three to four minute gameplay. They, I'm not asking for 14 minutes Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean Horizon Forbidden West style. Give us three minutes. Give us her walking out of the jungle into a fight. Show us the real-life graphics. I think Halo has to get a big blowout. Compulsion Games title, I'd love to see that. Phil That's Spencer, the one I'm most anticipating. Phil Spencer, when he asked, he got asked a question. I had, I had We talked about this a, a, a couple of months ago on one of the um, uh, Xbox Factor podcasts that 
he they asked him what what game that has not been announced has you the most excited yeah and the one game that he did admit but he said second was perfect dark right and i'm expecting big things from that but before he answered i said listen i can i give you two I was like, yeah, the guy that interviewed him said, sure, give us two. He went with compulsion first. He says what they're doing over there is very special. And we understand that small teams can make big games. Look at the ascent. 11 people made that game. Yeah. You know, so I would love to I would love to see some surprises. If you if you if you follow Clobriel, and I don't know why you wouldn't, because the guy is not only a great community member, but the guy knows his stuff. He says you know, he has a big post. I don't have it with me. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna talk about that on Monday, as a matter of fact. There are five AAA IPs, new IPs that are gonna be shown off at E3. Yeah, Arcane Austin, I think, is one that people are yes, waiting on. Yes, the one with Omen. They're doing yeah. a vampire game. Some people are suggesting that that might be um, uh, Legacy of Kane related, which mm. would be mind blowing if, <laughs> if, if it turns out to be. But I, I just want some new IPs, but I really want to see. Give me a peek behind the curtain. Let me see what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Dan, anything? Uh, I know we've talked about this previously, but now that we got the date, we got the time. You know, we we got some of these kind of things like Boom was saying from Clobriel, Compulsion, Arcane, Austin. Anything uh, kind of strike strike you, or pretty much in the same place and just waiting to see what happens? Yeah, I'm just waiting to see. I mean, I want to see what Starfield actually is. Yeah, and you know, then I can be excited for it. I mean, apparently I can't be, even though <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what it is. I mean, I know who it's coming from. I know it's in space. <laughs> that's pretty much all i need at the moment to have you know a little bit of excitement as yeah. far as like I, I would love to see hellblade the problem with that game is i don't think the gameplay translates into the experience that you have so if you show like three minutes of like them him, you know send you a fighting something i don't know if that'll do as well as you know, because really when you play hellblade i mean maybe i'm different but it was all about the the in, it was everything the the combat for me was always kind of nah you know it was just kind of there it was everything else that was awesome in that game the combat was just kind of you know it didn't really push me I guess I it didn't it didn't it wasn't that exciting so I don't know unless they can show some really amazing locales I think that would be cool but I, you know with the headphones and the sounds shit that they do over there at Ninja Theory. I mean, that's that. I don't know if it would translate. Like what they did with like the that CG stuff. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, you know that's what you know that you can pull that off. But if you show you know some gameplay footage of it, I don't, I don't know, man. Like it can maybe show a. Uh, you know, there were a few battles in that game, and let's remember that Hellblade One was a passion project. And it was team. nuts how good it was. Right, and so my point being that. This is obviously bigger budget, bigger team, more development time. Maybe they could show something like the introduction to one of the big enemies or mini bosses. That would know, be all right. Yeah. Those, you know, maybe yeah. just set something like that up. Maybe um, something. Yeah, it has to be really small. I mean, that it's. I don't know. It, Hellblade was so you know special to me as far as like I've never played a game like that before in yeah. my life, and I still haven't. There has never been another Hellblade, and I don't know if Hellblade Two will be that second Hellblade that you know does the same kind of thing where it was just so impactful and you know, I, I'm ready for it and don't get me wrong. I would enjoy it, 
if they did show some stuff. Oh. But you know, I think it would I think it would translate weird. I need um, to go back and play it again. Yeah. I uh I played that on the I PS- tried. Played it on the PS4 because I played on the Pro before the One X came out, I think. Uh, I think I, or, or when it was PlayStation exclusive. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I really need to go back and play it on the Series X. I've actually played a little bit on xCloud, of all things. Did, you can did play they, that did they upgrade? Is it 60 FPS on? Oh, damn it. Yeah, it's upgraded. Another Great. Yeah, yeah, another exactly. one I got to play. So, yeah. and you know, one other thing we didn't mention is it's, you know, near confirmed, right, that we're going to get Forza Horizon 5. Oh, yeah. Um, and Forza Horizon 4 is already a showcase. It's already a brilliant game. Um that's cross-gen. So, I mean, this is another one that could be that gap filler, if you will, first-party gap filler. That's going to be a tremendous game, incredible experience, uh, but kind of holds us over this fall until we get some of the new stuff next year. Man. Well, I mean, it, I mean, you see stuff in the Twitter sphere about there's games that haven't been announced yet that are coming out this year. You know, yeah. no, no idea. You know, I, you guys, maybe you guys know. I don't know. I have no clue. You know, I just hope it's something like, awesome like i mean maybe you know man but like psychonauts too i keep thinking but that's that's already been announced kind of yeah that's know. coming uh i mean now we know you know we they'll you, probably drop that at e3 i would think yeah i think so too yeah. uh but you know one of the things we were joking about earlier is you've got ratchet and then we've got kind of a lull but really you know now that i think about it more you got psychonauts too you've got ascent in july right yeah. july 29th is ascent uh, we know Stalker 2 is coming, and we hear great things about that. We still have Crossfire X's campaign supposedly coming this year from Remedy, but we haven't seen that. I mean, those are all things we'll probably see. So, What about the what's the Bright Memory? What the hell is going on with that? Bright one? Memory Infinite. Yeah, they haven't updated that in a while. Remember, that's a that's an incredibly small. It's one core developer. Yeah, it looked awesome, um, though. Yeah, no, it looked great, um, but uh, they haven't updated in a while. It wouldn't surprise me if that's one that, that slips mm. over to next year, but we'll see. Maybe they have something to show on it. Whatever, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's hard to believe. Like we keep, it keeps feeling like E three and kind of these this showcase, the summer game fest is far away. It's two weeks away. Yeah, so yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So let me get these super chats real quick. Gamer Graham in the house. Happy Saturday, all blessed people here today. Awesome to see the Boom Daddy on the show. Can't wait for Hellblade <laughs> two and twelve minutes. Twelve minutes is another one, man. Can't, yeah. can't wait. Yeah. Thank I you, think Graham. Boom said Tunic earlier. You know how oh, I feel can't about wait that for game. Tunic, dude. Cannot yeah. wait. Mm. That that feels like the next, you know, until we hit this huge blockbuster fall, as we always do, it feels like the next few months will be that those kind of really good indie experiences, right? Those smaller experiences. And yeah, I'm man. I'm here for it, man. I love them. Bizzle in the house. Bizzle, good to see you, my friend. Got to get my day rolling. Great show as always. Hope everyone enjoys their weekend. Thanks for the nip slip, Dan. Save my eyes <laughs> back, back later. It's what I do. It's for the fans. <laughs> Hey man, um, yeah. he's, he's just here to help. That's all yeah. it is. That's it. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you get that goodness on a Saturday afternoon. You know. <laughs> as most of we were just mentioning this, Clubriel said that the the first game he thinks of really take advantage of Series X is Forza Horizon Five, which should be expected, right? We're going to see 120 frame mode. We're going to see full 4K 60 mode HDR. I mean, it'll be it'll be stunning, no doubt. So can't, can't wait to see those Mexican locales too. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. So great guys. Uh, let's jump over. Uh, one other thing I'm not really huge on this, but I thought it was, you know, this is big for kind of the entire gaming community because there's such a rich history here is, uh, the dragon quest, uh, 35th anniversary this week, which is crazy. Do you guys remember playing dragon warrior on the NES? Yes. Yeah. That was a long ass time ago, dude. 35 years ago. <laughs> 
it's yep. I, I know the three of us you know obviously lived through that era um but dragon warrior was one of those original role-playing games um that at the time kind of blew me away at the scope right because you didn't really have things like that back then uh most of your games were 2d side scrolling you could beat them in one sitting or they were so damn hard you never beat them you just never beat them yeah <laughs> right um but dragon warrior came out final fantasy came out fantasy star came out shining in the darkness came out and it kind of changed the dynamics of what we knew uh in terms of gaming because all you had prior to that were these old school kind of western rpgs the ultimas and things like that D D. And when the Japanese major players like uh, uh, Squaresoft and all these other companies, you know, at the time came with these games, it just kind of blew people away. And Dragon Quest, which obviously Dragon Warriors, uh, you know, kind of the spiritual uh, franchise is one of the biggest IPs in the world. I mean, Dragon Quest is massive. So we know that Dragon Quest 12 is coming. Uh, what they've said is it's still a long ways out, but the same game director from Dragon Quest XI is back on the project. It's going to be darker and more adult than Dragon Quest XI, which, you know, as much as I love kind of uh, lighthearted games, Dragon Quest XI just didn't do it for me. It was too antiquated, too much. It was like a pretty version of a game from 30 years ago. So Damn. they said a, a new combat system is coming as well, and they're aiming for a simultaneous worldwide release not like a Japanese release. And then a year later we get the U S or Western release. So this is really cool. Um, and we're seeing more Japanese studios say we saw it with the Yakuza a couple weeks ago where their next entry is going to be worldwide release as well. So I think finally, it only took them 30 years, but finally we're at a point where these Japanese studios are realizing, Hey, this market's too big. we need to stop waiting, you know, a year to translate additional copies, just do it all at once. So I'm pretty pumped about this. I hope that they deliver, an RPG that pushes the boundaries a little more than 11. 11, like I said, just felt really antiquated to me. Um, so I hope that uh, they start to think outside the box a little more, you know, go a little more down the persona route, not necessarily relationship wise, but kind of making it unique. So any guy, I don't know how big you guys were, if at all into Dragon Quest 11, but figured I'd talk about it because it's big news for the, for the industry. Yeah. I played a little bit because it was, I think it was on game pass and that was about it. I mean, I've played Dragon Quest games in the past, and I've enjoyed them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great. You know, I'm glad that they're starting to do the worldwide releases. So, you know, we'll, hopefully we'll see that from here on out with a lot of those Japanese studios because the, the demand is there. You know, I mean, yeah. when they said when they you know, announced the Yakuza stuff, I was like, yeah, man, I'm all in. This no is doubt. awesome. This is awesome. I don't have to wait a year to get my fix. So, yeah. Yeah, boom! You into any of this, man? Dragon Quest or not really? Kind of not really. Yeah. I was I was never a Dragon Quest uh, guy, to be honest with you. So I mean, it's you know, it, it it's good news for the industry for sure. Big news yeah. for the industry. It's just not a game that I normally gravitated towards. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And then the the other big thing that actually interested me more was they're also remaking Dragon Quest three. Yeah. From- Again, back in the era of the NES, right? But in the Octopath engine, which uh, if you haven't seen the trailer for that, it looks it looks awesome. So uh, you know that'll be a nice um, you know a nice update for for old guys like us. Uh, although they only announced it for Japan so far, they haven't said definitively whether that's coming west or not. So I guess we'll see what comes of that. Um, but the other th- big thing that came out this week, which kind of ties into this a little bit uh, from a Nintendo area, is this 
this fabled Switch Pro that we've seemingly been talking about for two years now. Uh, Bloomberg put out the article a couple days ago that this is absolutely their prior. They basically confirmed their prior report said, yes, this is absolutely a thing and it's coming soon. The announcement is imminent, meaning it'll come in the next couple weeks uh, with an expectation of uh, September launch. So only a few months from now, according to what they're saying. Uh, they did confirm this will be upgraded chips, hardware, and an upgraded screen. Uh, they also said, which I kind of laughed about, was that, that this will be more expensive than the 299 switch, the base switch, which means you're looking at 349 or 399 which to yeah, me, guys, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be 400 Me too, which is crazy to me, quite frankly, because you can get a digital PS5 for $400. Exactly. Um, and you can get a Series S for $300. Um, and it's just, it's kind of crazy to me. I know obviously it's different hardware and you have a screen that you have to pay for, but you're talking about a 720p screen, guys. You're talking about pennies and dollars. Right. Um, it's it's not crazy nowadays. So regardless of, of the price point, um, for me, I, we've talked a lot on here about Nintendo and my Switch barely gets touched. Uh, you know, I have it, had it, for a while now, obviously, buy games, support everything, right? But I'm going to need to see something from Nintendo from a game perspective outside of Breath of the Wild 2 um, that is going to make me want to buy an updated Switch, something new, something interesting, because the way Nintendo's been playing it lately for me just doesn't do it for me. And we've talked about that. We don't have to harp on it. But where are you guys at on this updated Switch? Dan, you own like 19 Switches, so are you just going to add a 20th? I'm going to buy three of them. And then I'm <laughs> if you don't think that these things are gonna sell out in be gone. one day, one hour, yeah, four hundred dollars is gonna be my, wait till you call Dan and you're gonna be like, Hey, you're paying seven hundred bucks. Here's a new switch. I'll sell it <laughs> to you, dude. No problem. I you know, geez. I mean, it's insane to me. I mean, I can't believe it's gonna be more. I mean, maybe fifty bucks. I'm not buying one. It's I'm not man. Paid. I'm I am fully with boom. I think they go three ninety nine. I really do. I, I'm not I'm not. There's no reason for you me don't. to. It'd be stupid for me to purchase one of these as much what, as I play. What's that got to do with you actually buying it? I don't know. I got <laughs> four. I got one, two. No, I got three. I got two and a light. I, I, and the best part of this article is, I don't know if you saw, because the light only premiered, what, last year, 18 months ago? And they said that they're going to start winding down the light already. Like, they're going to stop oh, selling. Great. So, even more useless. So... <laughs> <laughs> probably, it, they'll, they'll probably go to do a point where it's like, yeah, it's not compatible with any of these other these new games coming out, even though it's exactly the same hardware without. No, nah, they won't do that. They won't. They won't separate the generations. It'll be compatible. I don't know, man. It just. It, yeah. Why? Why? Maybe. Yeah. Give us some games. I mean, you know, Splatoon 3. Obviously, everybody's super excited about that with the online capability that Nintendo brings to the table. So it's it's <laughs> I, I get that part. But I mean, just, you know, give us. Give us something. Give me, give me Metroid. I don't need to stream Control to my Switch. You know, I mean, I guess that's great that you can, but also Boo Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me get these super chats before I get to you, Boo. Bear with me. Uh, Fatboy Har again. Thank you, man. Five quid super chat. Fantasy Star needs a remake and not the online. I cannot agree yeah, with you more. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, Fantasy Star is is uh, I've talked about it too many times probably, but one of my favorite, uh, most nostalgic franchises from growing up and i really wish they would make a proper fantasy star role-playing game uh like they used to so yeah i'm 100 with you 
And uh, our friend from Game On Daily, Gaz, is in the house. I don't even want to put this comment up, but I have to. So thank you for the five-point super chat. Shout out to the Bald Squad. You're damn right, Gaz. You're damn right. Yeah. We're here. We're beautiful, damn it. I'm going to go full scene next week. It's going to be shiny. <laughs> I'm going to go full. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. Um, there was something else. Uh, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Someone else. Ah, damn it. I lost the... Uh, I'll get back to it, I think. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There was another one I wanted to get to, uh, and now I I, I missed it. But is, anyway. Is it, is it where the white women at? Because I love that comment. Where the white women at? <laughs> 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 I didn't even see that, man. That's Thanks. hilarious. The Hellboy. That was hilarious. Where are the white women at? I don't know. They're not here on this show, apparently. Yeah, where, I don't know where yeah, they are. I, yeah. It's it's the bald man. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So boom, I know. Um, in fact, I believe you just posted a picture of your switch and everything. I know you've been a big supporter. Nintendo, obviously we grew up with them. The whole nostalgia factor. Where, where are you at on the, uh, on the switch, man? I mean, are you excited about this at all? Are you in a place like we are where it's like, you got to show us more from a game from where you at? I look, I have a very strong suspicion. I, I know we've heard rumors that it's going to come out in October, potentially November. I, I, I don't see that. I think that there with the world the way it is, I understand it's not using the same chips, the chip chips as the PS5 and Xbox Series X yeah. and S, right? It's doing its own thing, which is what Nintendo normally does. Um I think that what they're waiting for is, is potentially to do it in March. Uh, do the four-year anniversary of the when the original Switch launched, and they, I, I think they're almost going to launch it with Breath of the Wild. Breath too. of the Wild too, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, I, I could have wrote the script. It, it, it's so scripted, and it seems so right for them to launch it around the anniversary of the last Switch. Because I, I, I mean, they still have a lot of games that we don't know is coming out this holiday. So Nintendo's going to make money, and Switches you can't find them still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're still selling like it's like hotcakes. Yeah. So I, 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 do do they have to rush to release the Pro? No, I, I I think that they release it in March around the anniversary of the la- of the original launch of the Switch, and then you and then, and then of course with that you add Breath of the Wild two to take advantage of the new power. Yeah, that's exactly what Cool Kill. Cool Kill, shout out to our brother from God. I always forget where you're at, Cool Kill. You tell us every show, and then I ask you again: Is it Ghana? I can't remember where you're at. You let us know. But he said uh, when Breath of the Wild two looks way better on the new system, everyone is upgrading. That is hundred percent back. That is that that's, sucks. That's exactly what's well. Not me. I'm gonna hold out. But yeah. for millions and millions of people, you are 100 correct. Yes. Mm. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Boston. Boston. How did I go from Ghana to Boston? I'm, I've got you mixed up with someone else. I, <laughs> I screwed do. that one up badly. <laughs> you were close. I was close. Don, you know, I mean, they're close. You know, regionally, whatever. It's a yeah, train all, ride. It's a train all, ride. They're all east of Kansas City, so it all <laughs> blends together. So, oh, I definitely, yeah. I definitely mixed you up with someone else. My fault. Oh. But uh, no, your the point still stands that uh, Breath of the Wild two to Boom's point. They launch those two together, uh, especially if they do like a Breath of the Wild two edition. Of the new Switch, right? A Zelda edition of it. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna oh, damn be. It. Damn it! Now I'm getting a lot of shit for this. Dano in the house, distant land of Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I screwed that one up, but that's okay. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. We kind of went on a rant with Miles last week about Nintendo unintentionally. Um, but I, we've got to see Metroid, man. Where the hell is Samus? Come on. Um, you know what? I'd like to ask a question there, if you don't mind. Where oh. is Metroid Prime Trilogy already? You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? That's what like we that, ranted about last week. But that, yeah. I mean, listen, I, 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 listen, I understand. That this wants you want to be a celebration, right? It, it, so they're going to get your hype meter going with a new side-scrolling, um, which was announced during the last um, event. You know, you have a new, uh, you know, original IP. I mean, a new original story coming for a long-running IP with them side-scrolling Metroid. And you know, obviously, I don't know where they are with with uh, with Prime Four, but my God, can yeah. you please give us the trilogy already? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. Give us a, a remaster of the trilogy, update those controls a little bit. Just, you know, dude, come on. What are you waiting for? This is literally money in the bank. Not that Nintendo needs it right now, but <laughs> good God. Cool kill giving me shit. Haha, ha, the Bruins and Celtics have gone. That's great. That's great. Damn it. But yeah, I think we're, I think we're all in agreement here. Like, they've just, at least for me, uh, I'm just saying that they've got to show me something. And we know that Nintendo, so the it came out this week, E3 keeps updating their kind of uh, information about the show. And if you didn't know this, they have kind of this uh, tiered list of supporters for the show. And literally, they're kind of diamond level. The top supporters uh, and presenters at the show are Xbox and Nintendo. So Nintendo looks like they're going to do this kind of full E3 direct um, okay, yeah. And I, I have to expect we're going to see kind of what we're talking about here. We need to see some of these bigger things that are coming. I fully expect Breath of the Wild 2 to be the, the premiere, the showcase. Um, but, you know, I need to see some other stuff as well. So I hope we'll see. We're going to get to the point where Nintendo is porting over early Switch versions with like a slight resolution upgrade. It's like, <laughs> yeah. here you go. Remember Mario Party for the Switch? Yeah, we're going to sell it again for $10 more. But it's in 720p instead of 540. You know, and that's where we're headed. And Nintendo will make so much money off of that. Yeah. It's insane to me. Insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And funny enough, Bomber, I know Bomber's joking here. You see the new character for Smash Brothers, which is which is hilarious because that's what they do. Mm. Uh, but they did they did have an announcement. They're going to have two more characters coming for Smash, and then it's done. So Sakurai has said that this is Smash Brothers Ultimate after these two new characters coming is done they're Some not the, yeah yeah they're, they're gonna rematch master chief is one of them for sure that, that would be hilarious that would get me to buy it i think i know i, I got it. news for you I, I have a feeling that this is one of those situations where uh you're gonna see phil spencer uh come out on a virtual stage or come into the conversation at the nintendo treehouse event i, I really do i, I think love that this. I, you know, I'm serious. Like, I, I really think Master Chief is the next is, is the next character for a lot of reasons. I mean, obviously, if you think about the, what they're doing, Microsoft is very protective over this particular IP. Well, he was in Fortnite, and he yeah. still remains in there. Very, very popular character. It, it's no coincidence that Halo Infinite is going free to play, right? Yeah. How do you reach these kids? Who don't know who the spaceman in the green uh, in the green suit with the gold visor is? You get him into Fortnite. Well, now they know. But who? Do, how do you reach? Because there's a big Nintendo uh, Xbox crossover coming. I don't know if it's going to be at E3. Who's going to do it? But they they had those documents from the Epic versus Apple uh, redacted 
for a reason. And we understand that Nintendo was really pissed that those documents got out there of, of their, of their, their dealings with what they're going with Xbox. I think Master Chief is one of them to get him into Smash. And then obviously the circle is complete because then you have everyone. He's in Smash. Obviously, we saw, you know, um, Steve is in there from Minecraft. Banjo-Kazooie's in there. Yeah. Who, who, who better to have in there next than, than Master Chief? I fucking love this. I love it. I'm, fully support, I'm so fully support this. Me too. 100%. Me too. Me too. And he just better be more overpowered than any other character in the game. Then I'll be happy. I mean, could um, you be running around with his energy sword slicing Mario? Oh, I mean, man. I'm all over. I'm all over. I mean, oh. you know, the, the running joke with Phil is the shelves, right? He had the switch right behind him. He did. Um, yeah. So uh, it's kind of funny. Pompa in the house. What's up, brother? Awesome panel, gents. Thank you for the entertainment while at work. Have a great Saturday. Pompa, what's up, brother? He's, he's the best, isn't he? Um, and watch your step for any holes on the floor. All right, guys. All right. Let me address this. All right. Mm. Playing Knockout City the other day. And one of the things I like to do in Knockout City, probably because I'm a Gears and PUBG player, it's just natural, is I basically use the third-person perspective to hug walls, right, and peek corners. So, like, I'll <laughs> hug a wall and peek around the corner. So, when you start the match, you all start together. And we were playing a mode where literally – one of you has to ball up like a ball, and the other character throws you. Awesome. Oh, kind of like like uh, you know like uh, like the um, when Wolverine gets thrown by a Colossus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's it's a three on three game, right? But if you play the four on four mode, there's no dodgeballs around the map. You have to throw your teammates. Um, and so we start. Mo rolls up in a ball. I grab him. I'm running right, and I run to a corner thinking I'm going to hide here until they come. I didn't see that there's like a moat around the wall. So I literally took Mo and I, I ran and I just fell and killed us both. And they got a two nothing start right at the beginning of the match. Wow. And I have not been able to live this down since they give me shit about it about every 30 minutes. So yeah. I'm glad we're to the super chat level now of giving me shit. Oh my God. Did they um, just yell that when they start the game now? Watch the moats. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> gotcha. 10 four. Hey, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah watch out for the holes. Yes, I know. I know. Um, on the Nintendo piece, though, yeah, I do think, uh, you know, to your point, Boob, I do think we're going to get uh, something here at E3, uh, you know, and I, I just can't wait. It it does this every year, right? When, when E3 is real, when we have this kind of big presentation, uh, last year was an exception, of course, but we have this great buildup to it, and it's just such a fun time that weekend or those three days, just everyone enjoying this stuff together and seeing what lands. So uh, I know I'm excited for it. Boom, are you guys doing uh, any kind of live stuff for E3? Yeah, the, the, what we're looking to do for uh, Double Barrel Gaming is we're going to be doing um, a, a watch party, so to speak. So yeah. we're going to be watching it live with the, with, the, uh, you know, with the audience. Obviously, thanks to StreamYards, they allow you to stream events. Yep. And because we have a, you know, a specific location meaning that youtube not like the last event that they had with the uh the sh you know the indie showcase which was uh, which which was terrible mm -hmm. um we're going to be watching it live and then of course as soon as the show was over after 90 minutes we're going to do a 30 minute back end you know breakdown yeah. of, of of what happened fantastic good 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 make sure to share that out for everyone so pay attention to boom's channel for that um guys if you've enjoyed the show and having a good time please hit that thumbs up we would really appreciate it we've got our two down votes so we're right on track oh, um i don't know who you two are but i love you thanks for coming by every week and downvoting wow. us you rock man <laughs> we got two already 
Who already, man? They're just hitting man. us hard with it. Yeah. Virtual high five, buddy. <laughs> we are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you know what? All counts. All interaction. Man, you morons. Right just on keep track, doing it. I love you guys. I love you guys. Hit us. Yeah, at least they're consistent. You know? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Do what you got to do. Um, let me talk about before we uh, before we let uh, Boom uh, give his uh, spiel here. Let me just talk about a couple things that are up and out right now. So, uh, if you haven't seen, I did get the the distinct pleasure of sitting down with Stephen Spawn from Able Gamers this week. Um, he is an absolute icon in the industry. You know, everyone knows who he is. Uh, it was a fantastic conversation. So please check that out. It's up on our channel. We talk about everything relating to uh, accessibility and gaming, what developers are doing, what people can do to help. Uh, just a great conversation and really down to earth and funny guy. Great sense of humor as well. Um, put up finally the review of the GameSir X2. This is the Bluetooth controller you can use with your phone. Works fantastic with xCloud. Um, or any games you want to play with your phone. So that is up on the channel as well. Uh, this uh, Biomutant review and the whole tip sheet, if you're getting into Biomutant, check that out because it'll help you on your way, I promise. And then lastly, uh, I will be sitting down next week with, uh, or this week as you're listening to this, with uh, Ty Guy Travis from uh, one of the writers over at IGN. And uh, he's worked on a lot of the Destiny stuff, Fireteam chat. He's, he was on our Mass Effect debate with uh, the Iron Lords. So uh, that'll be a good conversation as well. What so, side was he on? Mass Effect 2. Oh, good boy. So part of the part of our discussion is I'm gonna correct him. <laughs> that that uh, is the, no no no. Let, let, I want to say something. That is the right side to be on. Mass Effect <laughs> 2 being better. Oh, hey guys, Boom has to leave early. I don't know what happened, but I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm not even like I finished all three of them. Three does not get enough love. Three I love three. It's so, so good. So yeah. I, I, I told Cog, and Cog and I literally still joke about this nearly every damn day, but I said all these new people who are going through it now, you know, for the first time, it's not going to surprise me when all of them say three is the best one. It, the, yeah. It's got the best, like, actual combat, the best mix of the combat slash RPG stuff. Yes. And the, the whole, I remember, I was telling Boom this earlier, you go through and you always say, I'm going to play this a little bit differently. But the problem is, if you have played this before, you know what's going to happen and you know what the consequences of your actions are and how to get where you need to be, right? Yeah. So it never ends up changing yeah. for me. So I end up doing the same thing. I switch classes. So, I mean, that, and that's about it. And I didn't even do that this time. I went with the Vanguard, the freaking Biotic Charge, Nova combo is so overpowered. There's a quick tip for you guys. Go that route because then you basically just spam two buttons the entire time and you can play it on legendary pretty quick. Well, I, 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 I tried to make a video of it, but you know, darn Xbox has that stupid issue when you're recording an HDR clip where it's blacked out. You know, when you record the footage, you try. If you haven't seen this, some of the I'm leaving this comment up, by the way, while we talk. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a there's an issue where if you record game clips on Series X or, or S, um, when you go to download them online, they're like really blacked out. It's an issue with the HDR transfer. Anyway, mm. I did record a clip because in Mass Effect 1, if you get the sniper, you get the top sniper, the one you can buy, that's the uh, Spectre Black one, Widow? right? Yeah. And then if you do the the side missions with the jellyfish guys, <laughs> I forget Hanar. what they're called. Okay, Hanar, thank you. Yeah. You go to the one in the Citadel, and he sell he sells three unique ammo types that are you can't get anywhere else, right? He sells an explosive round, and if you max sniper 
with the Spectre Sniper and you put the explosive rounds in it, you can basically walk around, no scoping, one-shotting basically everything in the game. Gross. It's it's amazing. It's the only way to play Mass Effect 1. Yeah, but so. it's funny because I picked Vanguard through the whole way and you really don't see, like in 2, which I, I still love, it doesn't do any damage. Like your charge, it just knocks them down. And then uh, you got the three, it's all of a sudden it's super powerful. And they, they added the combo factor. Yes. You know, where it's like, okay, I do this. And then I just want to say shout out to Mass Effect for being awesome. <laughs> I, I miss you, Bioware. You, you'll never be forgotten. Yeah. Now, now one please out for do, Bioware. Yeah. We hope you'll Dragon be back Age and Kotor, You know, I guess. Yeah. And Anthem. <laughs> yeah. And, and Anthem. Anthem too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's been fun, guys. We're going to go ahead and head on out of here. I know we got to, we always get sidetracked with the Mass Effect debate. Yeah, um, it's, it, the, the fact, as we always end up, right? The fact is, just play Mass Effect because you can't go wrong. They're amazing yep. games. Oh, uh, amazing games. <clears throat> um, boom, man. I, I always say this because we invite uh, people we love on the show, and uh, our community knows where to find you. But shout it out, man. What you, what you got coming, and uh, give us the spiel. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think everybody in the chat knows me, but if you don't and you're, you enjoyed the the commentary from me today, check out Double Barrel Gaming on YouTube. Uh, I've been doing YouTube since November 3rd of 2017. I only started doing live shows uh, in uh, in in um, I think late uh, mid mid 2018. I started Breakfast with Boom, and of course, I did primetime gaming, and then the Xbox Factor podcast. I do four live streams per week. They're all they're they're all two of them are multi plat, two of them are dedicated to Xbox. Uh, we don't use clickbait. We don't use any kind of shenanigans. We don't console bash. Uh, I'm a gamer. Uh, I prefer Xbox, sure. But I, I, I also support Nintendo. I also support PlayStation. And uh, I'm looking to do live coverage. I'm, I'm going to give it the old college effort. Uh, six consecutive days starting with the uh, Xbox event. Yeah, it's going to be live shows every day covering E3. And nice. it's going to be uh, lots of content. And uh, you know what? It's, it's going to be fun content. So if you are someone that is new and you've never heard of me, check out Double Barrel Gaming. And, of course, you want to reach out to me on Twitter. It's at MrBoomstickXL. Thank you, brother. Good to have you. Thanks for coming on. It's Thank been a you. fun show. Hellboy, got a new subscriber. Nice, chill vibe. Thank you, brother. That's what we do here. Yeah, Hellboy is a good dude. He's always in the chat. Always in awesome. my chats. Yeah. Hey, He's awesome. Yeah, we, yeah, we, let, we, let the white women know also. <laughs> we are here. Let, let the yeah. women know where you can find us. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. There's no saying they're going to stay. We're gonna, we'll do our part. You, know, you guys do here. yours. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> but yes, that's what we do here, man. We're not about the bull, the bullshit. Um, you know, we just have a good time talking all games. So that's what we do. Thank you. Hi, in the house. What's up, man? Will you react to E3? Um, I don't know if we're going to do a live reaction. There's a lot of our peers that kind of do that in that space. Uh, we will have some good content covering E3 because, you know, we're, we're more of a, a site than a channel per se. Um, so, I mean, we'll have a lot of coverage on seasongaming.com you can check out, uh, including some previews and some other things that are coming up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about live reaction. If we do, we'll obviously share that out. But um, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Uh, good comment for you here, Boom. Boom is just such a humble and passionate dude, always enjoying the content. Thank you. you. That's very kind of you to say. I appreciate it, Wolf. Definitely uh, appreciate the commentary. Appreciate it. Guys, it's been fun. Chat, you've been awesome. Thank you so much, Boom. Thank you again. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, great show. And uh, man, these next few weeks are going to be fun, guys. Yeah, can't wait. wait.
Yeah, no doubt. So that was BitCast 156. Thanks for spending a little time with us uh, on this Saturday. If you're listening to this on the audio version later, thank you for your support. It's always as well is what I was trying to say. So hope everyone has a great Memorial Day weekend. And yeah. uh, we will be safe. You. More yeah, important, be safe. Be have safe. fun. And uh, we will see you next Saturday. Peace. Later, everybody.